Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Babylon's proposal to integrate with osmosis. Let's take a listen. Okay. Um, and it's recording good. All right. We can get started then. Um, welcome, everybody. This is our Twitter space with the validators Imperator and um, Chorus One. Uh, so, welcome, you guys. Thanks for being here. Um, to start, let's just um, introduce ourselves a little bit. So if you want to start, um, Cam, go ahead and introduce yourself, and then we will move on to Xavier. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Cam. I'm the strategy lead at Imperator. So just regarding myself, I have a background in traditional finance. I was uh, previously working in the hedge fund industry in France. And at that time, I discovered the blockchain technology and was really interested, especially in DeFi, for all the benefits it brings to to the to users. And I wanted to to get uh, involved full time in the space. So I started to look at you know different uh, ecosystems and found Cosmos. I really like uh, the idea of you know a multi chain world and that is interoperable and. Uh, and really want to get involved in, in Cosmos. So I started to, to reach out to different teams from, uh, from the space and especially from France. So as, uh, I met the guys from, uh, from Imperator who are also from, from France. And, and uh, yeah, and I decided to, to join the team. So as a strategy lead and just to present a bit more Imperator. So we are a validator mainly focused on the Cosmos ecosystem. So right now we are securing uh, approximately uh, more than 30 chains and um, based on the Cosmos SDK, and this is our main focus. Um, other than that, we also specialize in data management. So Imperator is also you know, a core contributor at Osmosis. So we have half of our team who are also working at Osmosis and managing the data infrastructure. So for example, we created the, the info website uh, of Osmosis. So it's info.osmosis.zone. We provide uh, APIs, uh, RPCs, and so on. And, and yeah, and on, on my side, I'm doing uh, some re research about the Cosmos ecosystem uh, to learn more about you know the up upcoming project, talk with the different teams, see the value they bring to the ecosystem, see if it's valuable. And if it's the case, then just collaborating with them to, to see if we can join as a validator and, and see if we can provide uh, other services as well. Great, thank you for that. And um, Xavier. Want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, very impressive intro there. So I'll try and back that up. But just to keep it maybe a bit briefer, so my name's uh, Zave. So I'm the Chief Investment Officer at Chorus, uh, Chorus One, that is. And yeah, I've been at the company now for two years. 
I came in as a researcher uh, at the start and just naturally sort of evolved into a more ventures role. So maybe just more about Chorus One. So we are, of course, another node operator like Imperator, and we are now on over 30, maybe 35 plus networks. And again, like Imperator as well, like most of them are Cosmos networks. However, we do also have quite a big business outside of the Cosmos, including in Ethereum and Solana and Avalanche, et cetera. So yeah, really keen to be on this space. We also do quite a lot of work uh, with regards to governance, for example. So yeah, this is a cool space to be on. I'm looking forward to talking with you yeah, both uh, Babylon and also Imperator about the recent proposal. And uh, David, you want to introduce yourself? He's sitting right next to you. Sure. So hi. Um, Great meeting you guys today, Cam and Xavier. So um, I'm David, I'm the co-founder of uh, Babylon. So Babylon is a project we've been working for about a year. And uh, the goal is to um, uh, supplement the app chain thesis. So the app chain thesis has a strong focus on scalability and strong focus on application specific chains. But security is one area that uh, um, would require some uh, improvement. And there are many different approaches to security of app chains. And our uh, point of view is that Bitcoin is the most secure chain in the world. And we would like to leverage that security to enhance the security of app chains. And so that's what we were working on. Uh, our focus is now on the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, and uh, in the past two weeks, uh, we've been quite busy. We have launched our alpha test net. Number one, that's the first thing we did. And um, and thank you very much, Imperator Course One. They are our uh, initial set of validators. Uh, and number two, as uh, we have a uh, proposal, ongoing proposal on the Commonwealth right now with integration with Osmosis, and that's something we would like to chat more later on in the Twitter Spaces. Thanks, David. So um, I guess I'll start with asking you, um, Cam, what what is your criteria for selecting a um, a chain to collaborate with or, a, you know, somewhere to set up a node on? Why did you end up here uh, with us at Babylon? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, our, our philosophy at Imperator is is really so to get in touch with the project that really aims to bring uh, you know value to the cosmos ecosystem because our core business at imperator is the is cosmos so so our goal is you know to to yeah to have the cosmos ecosystem and and get in touch with the teams who want to to to, to have the, the ecosystem to grow because you know cosmos is is still i would say um uh, a young ecosystem uh, with you know some the the major the major chains on on, on cosmos are, are very recent so yeah our goal is first yeah to focus on that to 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 help the team that that want to bring value to the ecosystem so what we do usually is that first of all we we try to to check the project for example on on checking the twitter or checking you know the documentation to see what what is the value and if we think that it's valuable, then we, we reach out to the team directly to jump on a call or things like that to, to know more about the team, what are you know their, their roadmap over over the coming months uh, and on the long term. And and then if we if we have 
if we have like a, a good feeling, then we just uh, see how we can collaborate with the team. So it can be uh, by running a node on the chain, but it can also be uh, by providing other services. For example, we are a relayer. We provide uh, also technical services such as RPCs and so on. Uh, and yeah, so our goal is really to, to help the team that we like as much as possible to help the, the whole Cosmos ecosystem. Great. And um, I know like we're a community that's basically composed of like all all validators at this point, because I think that validators kind of understand the value of um, security <laughs> when when it comes to the blockchain. So um, uh, Xavier, um, how, do, how did you guys end up here? How did you uh, select this project to work with? Yeah, no, it's actually a really good question. Um, so Chorus One, we received quite a lot of inbounds in terms of projects that would like us to run nodes on their network. And as a company, we have a limited amount of uh, human resources that we can sort of deploy to actually onboard and run these nodes. Um, and, you know, running the node and also onboarding it is one part of it. And then the second part of that is actually maintaining the networks. So we have to be quite selective when it comes down to actually choosing the networks that we would like to onboard. And yeah, in terms of like actually this process and how we choose these networks is actually sort of strikingly similar to potentially how any venture capital firm would sort of choose a network that they would like to invest in. You know, a lot of it comes down to strength of the team, uh, the roadmap, the technology itself, if it's you know valuable, if it's differentiated, what the go to market is. Um, you know, if, if we're familiar with the stack, so of course, Babylon is Cosmos SDK. So we're already familiar with that across multiple networks. So yeah, when it came to Babylon, you know, it was pretty straightforward for us to want to partner sort of early because I think the problem space that Babylon is working on is really interesting and also quite unique. And I think, you know, especially when it comes to proof of stake versus proof of work security and wanting to leverage proof of work security um, in a proof of stake ecosystem is something quite novel. Um, so yeah, we're, we've been on board quite early when, you know, now operating on testnet and, you know, we'll go forward as well and be there on mainnet and also beyond. Thanks, Xavier. Um, I got a question for you. You said you, um, have validators on like Avalanche and a couple other, um, ecosystems, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, is, how does the governance work over there? I mean, it does it get as dramatic as it does over here at Cosmos. Yeah, no, it's uh, certainly <laughs> a completely different ball game. let's say that. So funnily enough, uh, we now have a pretty decent relationship with Avalanche and governance is quite early um, in that ecosystem, as in there's less, uh, I think the tools can come into it as well. I think, you know, Cosmos has great tools where, you know, you're sort of discussing on Commonwealth and then MinScan, et cetera. It's really quite easy to participate, which I think is great. Um, but it's definitely more advanced and mature in the cosmos, this type of governance discussion and also proposal framework, which again here, I think is really great. And especially because, you know, a lot of this is, you know, on chain voting. So if you look at Ethereum, for example, and DAOs, a lot of them have low participation. And I feel like a lot of that is because when you vote on something, you still have to trust a team to sort of implement it. Whereas in cosmos, you can see the upgrades and changes that are going to be made. And, you know, it really makes an impact if you vote on it or not. Um, so, yeah, I've also might be worth mentioning for anyone curious, 
Um, I was involved in, I think, Imperator as well. You know, we spent some time together actually on that, um, on the Cosmos Hub recent proposal. I think it was 95 for the Atom Accelerator DAO. And this really was a strong uh, sign of the engagement of the community of the hub, let's say, because, you know, it was heavily debated, very discussed. I had to go on a few spaces, for example, to explain that. And I think realistically, a lot of the communities, including in Osmosis, for example, for this type of proposal from Babylon, really what they want to know is just like they want to minimize the risks, I think. And yeah, governance, I think in its current form in Cosmos, although it's very advanced in terms of voting and discussing, um, there is also probably something that could be worked on, which I think will be worked on in the future, that sort of bridges the gap between you know, a protocol like Babylon Chain or another team that wants to propose and understanding community needs uh, from an earlier stage than the forum itself. So I've got some ideas around that, actually, that I'm sort of working on right now. But I think it's really exciting and also really sort of special in the cosmos that we have this opportunity in the first place that we can actually have these discussions and, you know, listen to other people and what they want and try and tailor proposals in the best way that, uh, matches everyone's sort of preferences to make sure the proposal is accepted. Yeah, I think um, so. This is the first governance proposal we're doing, uh, and the first one is with uh, Osmosis, and we really appreciate this experience uh, and the value of uh, the governance proposal process because through this process we needed to. And we have an opportunity to, I should say, to talk to many stakeholders, uh, validators, community members, uh, the team, the, the Osmosis team. And I think through this process, we can understand many different points of view and integrate it into the proposal. And we're still further uh, taking questions from the community and uh, incorporating into the proposal we're gonna put up for the vote. So I think this process is really quite viable to get a buy-in, not only from, a small number of people in the team, but also the broader osmosis community. I think that's really important because, you know, Babylon is a long-term infrastructure project. And I think we need that buy-in to sort of maintain this long-term uh, investment of time and energy from our part. Thanks, David. Um, so, I mean, this is kind of a good segue, I guess, into talking about the um, proposal then. Um, so I'm going to hand the phone over to you and Go ahead. Yeah, so great. So maybe I'll say a few words of where things are. So um, as I mentioned, last week we launched a testnet, uh, the Babylon first testnet, alpha testnet. Uh, on this testnet, we have um, Babylon uh, hook up to Bitcoin, so those time stamping to Bitcoin. And we also have eight Cosmos chains, Cosmos SDK chains integrated with us or the testnet between our, our testnet and the testnet. So these eight chains include uh, Osmosis, Juno, Akash, uh, Sai, Sai Secret. yeah, Secret, <laughs> uh, Stargaze, uh, Desmos, and I think oh, there's uh, one more, right? Um, injective. Injective. Excellent. So these are the eight chains that are uh, very excited to work with them on the test net. So now we are shifting to a little bit of different phase, which is to in parallel to the test net effort, we would like to have governance proposals and of commitments of 
projects to integrate with us on the mainnet. And uh, so we're starting with uh, Osmosis. Um, we had a lot of early discussions already with Osmosis and the Cosmoverse with Sunny and with Dave. Dave, for example, actually gave us a lot of good input on the project back in, uh, I would say, almost April last year when we were still doing R&D on the project. And so Osmosis is a, is a team that we have a lot of early relationship with already. And so naturally, uh, we would like to do the first governance proposal with them. And uh, so we spent quite a bit of time working on the governance proposal. Um, actually, during the process, uh, Jacob from Notional also got very interested in Babylon because he was helping us to run the IBC connection on the testnet between Osmosis and uh, Babylon. And so he also gave us very good feedback, uh, input, and now he's our two teams are working together on this governance proposal. So yeah, so that's where we are. So we put the governance proposal on the Commonwealth uh, a few days ago, and uh, we obtained quite a lot of good input from the community already. And uh, so, and uh, we respond to those comments. Um, so maybe we can start if you guys, um, Cam and Xavier, have any questions you want to discuss about the proposal? Um, we can start from you guys, and then maybe we can uh, broaden out to the audience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so Cam, yep, okay. So yeah, I, I can start maybe. Yeah, so yeah, so the proposal, and I have some questions, but it's maybe more to you know understand a bit more Babylon. And as yeah. far as I'm aware, so right now, I mean, the goal of Babylon is to use uh, Bitcoin to timestamp uh, proof of proof of stake consensus data, and and henceforth yeah, improve the security of the chain. And I just wanted to understand a bit more: um, Will uh, Babylon maybe provide um, Bitcoin security uh, on like each Osmosis block, or how does it work exactly? Yeah. So, yeah. So the, here's the one we're thinking about the relationship between the Bitcoin security and the native security of the Osmosis chain. So of course, Osmosis already have a very strong set of validators running the chain. So it, it provides a certain very strong level of base security. And you can think of that as allowing you to do sort of fast confirmation on transactions backed up by the economic security of the validator set. Now, what our vision of our project was that we could use Bitcoin security to provide some extra protection to extra protection to some special transactions that run on the chain. So that was our conception. Now, you may ask, well, why not in that case, why not use Bitcoin security for all the transactions and just do away with the economic security of the osmosis chain. Well, the problem with Bitcoin, the limitation of Bitcoin security is, is relatively slow, relatively slow. So for example, Coinbase, when they confirm a Bitcoin transaction, it usually takes about 20 minutes to 30 minutes on the Bitcoin chain. So the confirmation process is relatively slow. So therefore, our idea is to use Bitcoin security to provide extra protection for important transactions which can tolerate such a latency. 
And uh, so, whereas, so we provide Bitcoin timestamp for every block, but we not necessarily provide Bitcoin security to every block. So this sounds a little bit abstract. So let me give a concrete example. And that's one of the focused use case in the proposal. The, uh, the uh, use case there is uh, to make the unbonding process secure and fast. So that was the uh, use case that's the, uh, discussed in the proposal. And in that use case, what is a special transaction that we're protecting using Bitcoin security? The special transaction is the unbonding request. So if a validator makes an unbonding request, unbonding request, and then that unbonding request will go into the osmosis ledger, goes into osmosis ledger, that's the first step. And then after a while, it will that transaction in the block will also received a pr verifiable bitcoin timestamp and that bitcoin timestamp sort of timestamp the time at which the unbonding request is made now once that time is made then we can now measure on the bitcoin chain how long that unbonding request has happened and if it is long enough let's say a hundred block deep then we do the unbonding so this way we make the unbonding process very safe because now we're measuring time based on bitcoin timestamp and uh, and moreover you can now do much faster unbonding than the typical 14 days in osmosis because the time it takes for this uh, is basically the time in which this timestamp is reliably secure in the Bitcoin chain. And, you know, one day is already very, very secure in the Bitcoin chain. So one day unbonding is now made possible uh, for this, using this technology, Babylon. Cam, did I, did I sort of address your question? Yeah, that's, that's very clear. And, and, and maybe just... Um... Did you, in terms of um, unbonding time, so do you have maybe any idea on what's the maybe fastest unbonding time that Babylon can can do? Is it minimum one day or can it be maybe uh, shorter than that? Yeah, so the one interesting thing about, so th this question is the, the, the roughly the analogous, the analogy of this question is, Okay, suppose Coinbase wants to confirm a Bitcoin transaction on the Bitcoin chain. Well, how long should Coinbase wait until he thinks that the Bitcoin transaction is confirmed? Well, that wait time is actually kind of dependent on the Bitcoin client, dependent on Coinbase. Coinbase can actually make that decision. There's no hard and fast rule. In fact, over the years, that number has changed. In fact, it has reduced. I think it used to be three or four, four block deep. And now currently it's two block deep. So two block deep in the Bitcoin chain, a transaction is confirmed. And so that is the security, what Bitcoin security means for Coinbase. So analogously, the confirmation time can, the unbonding time can uh, also be chosen uh, subjectively depending on the chain. And in our mind, 
uh, 12 hours to 24 hours is already very secure because, for example, 24 hours, the, that timestamp is already 144 block deep into the Bitcoin chain. And that's really very deep. Think about it. Coinbase is happy with confirming a Bitcoin transaction when it's two block deep. So 144 is like many, many times. So I think... Uh, I don't think anymore the unbonding time is limited by security anymore. Mm -hmm. And instead, it could be chosen uh, freely based on the chain community, of course, in this case, osmosis. So one thing I want to emphasize is that the Babylon proposal does not enforce a particular unbonding time. The, and then the, the uh, Babylon proposal only allows osmosis community to choose the unborn time down to a very small number compared to 14 days the actual choice of the unborn time will be left for the osmosis community to decide on in a future governance proposal after hopefully after babylon is integrated i think it might even be 21 days uh i think if i can correct uh osmosis is 14 is days 14? 14, uh, 14 days, some chains are 21 days, yeah, some, some chains are 28 days. And uh, so that's the typical range. Is that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I think Osmosis yeah, is 14 days. And yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, therefore, yeah, the, the idea, uh, the idea yeah, is to integrate with Babylon and, there, and just after, yeah, the community will decide what will be yeah, the unbonding time. It will be up to the community. So yeah, that, that's that's very clear. I don't know if maybe Xavier, do you have any any question for for David? Yeah, I mean, I've got uh, two pretty simple questions that are more curiosities rather than anything. I saw one of my questions was actually similar to one that was already asked on the Commonwealth Forum, but I guess the way that Babylon is right now, so it's sort of this middleware between a, a Cosmos, different Cosmos zones, and Bitcoin itself. Um, so all these Cosmos zones are leveraging. Bitcoin for security, let's say, which which helps with some forms of attacks. But I think someone asked on the forum about the security of Babylon itself, given Babylon is also a proof of stake chain. And a lot of the value prop of Babylon is that uh, sort of smaller chains can leverage Babylon for security. But I guess considering Babylon itself is a small chain right now, just curious how Babylon itself has the security. Um, and yeah, just sort of an explanation of that, I think would be interesting for the audience. Yeah, okay, great. That is a great question to discuss, um, Xavier. So um, the, when we design, when we design Babylon, this is a very important consideration because in our mind, in our mind, Babylon is not a, the chain itself is not a security provider because our goal is to share the security from Bitcoin, which is a very well established, in fact, uh, uh, arguably the most secure chain in the world. So we want to leverage off the security. So we don't want the security of the whole system to depend strongly on the security of the Babylon validators. So the design we have is that um, the safety, the safety, of the chains, the safety of the counterpart chains like Osmosis will not depend on the Babylon values. It will only depend on Bitcoin. And the, uh, the underlying assumption is that Bitcoin will be is the, remains to be secure. 
Now, there is, however, a possibility that Babylon will be stalled. Okay, so Babylon will be stalled. In that case, then if you think about the unbonding uh, use case, then the Bitcoin timestamps will not will, will stop arriving. Okay, so the attack vector there is the a stalling, a stalling situation, in which case the Bitcoin timestamp will not be arriving. And the solution there is to use the 14 days or 21 days, whatever number of people want, to be a backup. So in other words, if you don't see any more timestamps coming, then you would unborn after uh, a, a fixed amount of time, a, a deadline that you would say, okay, there's no Bitcoin time. So you fall back to your normal path. So that's the, so that's the design, is to try to minimize the dependency on the Babylon validators. Yeah, that's clear for me. Um, and yeah, I think again here, super cool use case, um, sort of leveraging Bitcoin security yourself or Babylon itself, um, you know, on top of also doing that for other chains, which I think is yeah, a unique use case. I think another so interesting question maybe to speak about as well would be uh, how you see this intersection between Babylon chain and liquid staking. Yeah, so that's um, a very common question we have. So that definitely when we do the FAQ, we should definitely include <laughs> yeah, that question. I'll write it down. <laughs> uh, so we have actually had quite a lot of discussion with uh, Stride, uh, with ADN and Stride. In fact, we're writing a blog together. And the, actually, I think it was a course one. Yes, I think course one, you, you guys wrote a, report right on liquid staking or at least a few reports actually is that correct yeah um, yeah that, that was us uh, felix right felix i think was uh one of the authors of that yeah. report yeah it was felix shout out to felix yeah yeah so actually felix did a good analysis he said that the unbonding so what happens is that the unbonding time the length of the unbonding time. So first of all, I think sort of Babylon and liquid staking is kind of addressing two sort of orthogonal problems associated with liquidity. Okay. I think one way to think about it. One is when you are staking on the chain, when you're staking on the chain, then then liquid staking allows you to actually do something else with it at the same time you're staking. Okay. Babylon says that, okay, when you want to unstick, then you can unstick very fast. So this is like two somewhat orthogonal uh, issue. However, it turns out that if you now think about like stride, okay, stride, when you unbond, when you redeem, you want to redeem your stake, your stride token in stride, you still have to go through the unbonding time of the native chain. So for example, if you want to unborn Asmos, for example, I think the unbonding time is like 28 days, 28 days. And by reducing that time, your redeem time is still much faster on stride. Okay, so that still gives a gain stride. Moreover, what we observe is that through some um, financial analysis, what we figure out is that actually reducing unbonding time will also make the value of the native token and the stride token much closer to parity. So in other words, it improves the health of the pegging of the pegging between the stride token and the, the ST token and the native token. 
So I think uh, definitely the unbonding uh, provides some advantage to the liquid staking protocol. And I have maybe one last and more relevant question to Osmosis specifically. Um, curious how Babylon Chain with the lower unbonding periods would work with Osmosis's superfluid staking. Oh, okay. Um, okay, this is a little bit beyond my expertise because uh, this question, can you explain a little bit how liquid staking work? Maybe I can try to real time uh, provide some answer to that question, but this is not something I, I thought about before. I actually can see Josh <laughs> in the spaces who probably do a much better job than me. But um, yeah, it could be some unique uh, sort of, I, I think what's cool to think about is how liquid staking and also potentially superfluid staking actually can leverage Babylon chain for greater adoption of its own staking mechanisms, I guess. But yeah, I, I would, I don't know if Cam, even you know how to sort of explain superfluid, but definitely not my domain of expertise here. No, I'm I'm same. I'm not yeah, an expert in, in superfluid staking. So yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean the the goal of liquid staking is to to stake your token while also using your token in in DeFi. So so by by liquid stake, you you will as you will earn uh, staking rewards as well as DeFi yield, which is. Uh, which is great, and having like Babylon uh, also short, uh, also uh, having an impact on the inbounding time, and will also have a great impact on, on liquid stake tokens. So yeah, quite uh, quite exciting, excited about that. Is anyone in here confident enough to uh, <laughs> explain like <laughs> uh, superfluid staking? Come on up, Dogemos. I see you there, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Request to speak. <laughs> There is a comment on liquid superfluid staking in the Commonwealth discussion, right? I think. It was there? Let me see if I can find it real time here. Don't be shy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't really find it real time. It's like a huge amount of content here. Another question we get a lot is how will it work with, um, with mesh security? And um, yeah, that I, one. I had. I had this oh. question because, yeah, and especially Osmosis, who is quite involved in mesh security. So I wanted to know maybe how do you see uh, Babylon uh, like acting with mesh security? Do you see mesh security as a competitor, or do you think that Babylon can can use mesh security maybe to? Uh, I, I would like to to know your thoughts about that. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. So um, mesh security goal is to improve the economic security of a chain using the stake from other chains right so for example osmosis since we're focusing on osmosis here in this uh, proposal let's talk about osmosis example if they have cross stake from juno for example then it would increase the economic security for fast confirmation However, Babylon is doing bring, bringing Bitcoin security for longer range protection. So again, it's a somewhat of an orthogonal thing. And for example, the mesh security would not help with the uh, secure unbonding uh, use case. Okay, so that's number one. Now, number two is uh, the question is, would Babylon be helped? Can Babylon be helped by mesh security? In fact, yes. 
and that is related to the question that Xavier asked a little bit earlier, which is, hey, uh, if Babylon is a middle layer, then is the security of Babylon a consideration? And my answer, early answer to that question was that, you know, we are kind of counting on Babylon to not stall because if <laughs> Babylon stalled, the additional service it provides is kind of gone. And so a natural combination of the Babylon idea with mass security is potentially to have all the consumer chains, all the, sorry, all the partner chains like Osmosis and Juno, et cetera, hopefully many people using Babylon, they could all cross stick onto the Babylon network. And that means that everyone is using this, helping this share resource to keep it running. Because the whole idea of Babylon, again, is that the validator's job is not safety, but to keep the thing running, to keep the service running. So uh, if there are a lot of people using Babylon love chains and they're cross-taking on Babylon, then I think there's a strong alignment of keeping the Babylon service running. So that is certainly one idea we are dis we are discussing among the team. We did not put in the proposal yet. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thought in progress. But since you asked, I mentioned it. Glad to know. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that, David. And yeah, then I have maybe one more question about uh, about proof of stake and and security because you know right now when there's like. A I think we lost Cam there. Yeah, I'm sorry. We something muted in the room for oh. a second. Could you ask it again? Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. Yeah, I, I just wanted to know more about. Uh, I mean, you, you know, on the proof of stake chains, uh, when we have a back actor uh, who wants to, for example, uh, double sign the same block or things like that, we have uh, we have what we call slashing. So the the actor will get slashed. And my question is that if we use, uh, you know, Bitcoin security on the proof of stake chain, do you think do you think that slashing still makes sense, or or not? Yeah, I think slashing is a very important uh, security measure. And uh, if you think about it, um, the reason for this unbonding long unborn time in the current uh, protocol, current Osmosis and any Cosmos chain protocol is essentially because people are worried about the long-range attack. And why do people worry about long-range attack is because this is an attack in which people unborn first and then attack the system. And this long-range attack is one of the very few attack vectors that are not slashable, not slashable. So in some sense, our technology is to essentially remove this attack vector from, uh, from possibility and therefore, we want to ensure that uh, the act, the remaining attack vectors are all slashable. So the whole design or the or a very important point of the design is to essentially use Bitcoin security to enable all the attack vectors on the osmosis chain to be slashable. And so it does not replace slashability. In fact, it's designed to complement the slashing protection on the osmosis chain. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so, of course, all, all my discussion is true for any POS chain, but I'm just focused on osmosis chain since we are trying to, <laughs> since I'm true, we're trying to get this proposal through right now. So, I guess that's the focus. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, clear. that's clear for me. Um, and then maybe, uh, or oh, maybe one, one more point about, um, you know, I mean, one major critique about, 
proof of stake, uh, proof of work chain like Bitcoin is obviously, you know, the, the Bitcoin consumes a lot of energy, electricity, and so on. And I, I didn't see that on Commonwealth, but just wanted to know your opinion about, you know, uh, the fact that Babylon will use Bitcoin, and therefore, uh, if we integrate with Osmosis, therefore, uh, Osmosis will also, you know, contribute to this kind of energy consumption. I mean, w- w- just wanted to know um, what's your opinion about that. Uh... Yeah, so this point is an important point. Um, so the idea of our design is that we are putting very little footprint, very little footprint on Bitcoin. So like something like 0. 0.0 something percent of sort of the traffic on Bitcoin will be consumed by the Babylon timestamp. So if you calculate the consumption of energy as a fraction of that footprint, it's just a minuscule amount compared to the uh, chain. So I think in our opinion, the uh, additional energy consumption on Bitcoin because of Babylon and because of the integration with osmosis is uh, very small. Okay, okay, that's a very good point because, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, some maybe some people can be worried about that because, yeah, this is one major critique that some people have on, on about Bitcoin. So, yeah, it's glad to know that it's minuscule. Yeah, that discussion is another can of worms, right? Whether Bitcoin is consuming a lot of energy, of course, uh, you know, we are consuming a lot of energy, right? We turn on lights, we turn on computers. And so really the discussion should be, okay, is that consumption of energy useful? Is mm-hmm. it serving any useful human needs, right? I think that's the, that, I think that is sort of the discussion because otherwise <laughs> we should not be doing anything. Everyone should just be sitting around the dock. <laughs> uh, so I think yeah. in some sense, what we're doing here is we're trying to provide more value, more value to the use of energy on Bitcoin. So I think that's sort of one of the way of thinking about it, the Babylon project. Yeah, I totally agree, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's clear and yeah, I, hope, I don't have any other question in mind. Um, that's okay, we can uh, see if anyone wants to speak from the audience here. Um, we're taking questions now. Does anyone out there have a question? Tank, anyone? <laughs> All right, you get like five more seconds. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think the, um, yeah, I think we're getting some really excellent question from the community. So very happy with this process, actually. Um, I must say, uh, it's also consuming quite a bit of my time in the past few days, sort of, you know, think of good answers to these questions. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I'm looking forward to continuous process for a few days. Right now, we are set to put it on a vote by next Monday. I think the first thing in next week so that we can start fresh for a vote. I think the voting period is three days. So we encourage everyone to put in more comments. We'll create a Q&A of all the questions. We'll combine it with the proposal, maybe some changes of the proposal based on the feedback. And we'll put it up for vote next Monday. So this will probably be the last Twitter spaces we do before the vote. So guys, any more questions on the proposal and other matters? Uh, I think we are good. All right. Thank you guys so much, uh, Cam and Xavier. You guys are great. um, And you had asked really thoughtful questions. That was awesome Twitter space. Thank you guys.
Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank, hey, you. thank you so much. Cam, thank you very much. See you folks later. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See you. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Babylon's proposal to integrate with osmosis. Recorded on Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead, or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver, or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble